0: Welcome to Love Uncensored, the modern guide to dating and relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Colantoni, a dating and relationship coach. And each week, along with special guests who aren't afraid to speak their minds, we challenge norms and expectations in love and relationships. From childhood trauma to sex, we explore the uncomfortable and unspoken, providing valuable insight and actionable advice for building healthier relationships. Join us for candid conversations about all things love, whether you're single in a relationship or somewhere in between. So today's episode is all about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, single shaming. Now, if you've been following my podcast since the beginning, you'll know that I started it to break down myths and stereotypes about this very thing. And as someone who was single for nine years, I know all too well the shame that can come with it. I literally get hundreds of messages every month from people who are also dealing with this kind of shame and judgment. So today I want to talk directly to anyone who has ever felt that way, whether you've been asked why you still single or told that you should just settle for anyone. First of all, I want you to know that you are not alone. There are so many people out there who are in the same boat as you and who are tired of feeling like their worth is tied to their relationship status. And secondly, I want you to know that you don't have to put up with it. So if you've ever felt ashamed of being single, or if someone has made you feel like there's something wrong with you because you don't have a partner, then this episode is for you. But before we get into the app, I want to take care of some housekeeping. Firstly, shout out to whoever left the following review. This episode on how to navigate a relationship with an avoidant partner was so immensely helpful, clear and concise, and with amazing insights. As you all know, your feedback means everything to me. So if the person who left this review is listening, please DM me so I can send a special thank you your way. Next up, if you've been following along, you know that I've been dealing with a neurological disorder that I picked up while out on a boat in January. Basically, my brain got all mixed up and started swapping what balance was, which has left me feeling like I'm on a rocky boat ride for the past few months. But the good news is I've been doing some neurotherapy, shout out to Eric in Gladesville, and I'm beyond happy to report that I've seen an 85% improvement. Now, I still notice it when I'm tired or if I've had any alcohol the night before, but that's actually been a good thing. It's forced me to really take care of my health and make some positive changes in my habits. But I'm not going to lie, I've been absolutely swamped with work. As a solo entrepreneur, it can be tough to keep up with everything. And I've been pulling seven-day work weeks just to stay on top of things. And my heart goes out to my partner because not only have I been working nonstop, but last week, no matter how much sleep I got, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I was exhausted, grumpy, and I'm pretty sure he was scared of me the entire week. But then on Monday that just passed, my period arrived and suddenly everything made sense. It's never been like that for me before though, where the entire week leading up to my period was just off. And as bad as I feel for my partner having to deal with me when I'm like this, let's be real. Being a woman is no joke, but that's not all. On top of my regular workload, as well as losing my mind pre-period, I've also started a trauma-informed coaching course, which has been amazing, but definitely adds to the load. As you know, trauma is something that hits close to home for me. I've struggled with complex and chronic trauma myself, and it's something that comes up a lot in my work with clients. In fact, this neurological disorder that I developed earlier this year is a direct result of years of not addressing my own trauma. And that's why I'm going to be creating a lot more content around this topic moving forward. I don't think we're educated enough on trauma and so many people are carrying it around without even realizing it. For me, it took hitting a breaking point last year before I realized just how serious my own trauma was. I was having trouble sleeping and my brain fog was so bad that I couldn't even form coherent sentences. But so many people in my life just wrote it off as me being an overachiever or doing too much. It wasn't until I developed this neurological disorder that people started taking it seriously. The bottom line is this, if you don't address your trauma, your body will do it for you in ways you can't even imagine. Trust me, I went on a boat on January 3rd and my brain never quite got off of it so take it from me don't wait until it's too late to start addressing your own trauma otherwise you might end up like me desperately grasping onto walls and door handles for stability because your brain is lost at sea all right gather around my single friends it's story time Picture this, it's my 30th birthday, and I'm at a party with a friend who, after a few too many drinks, drags me into the bathroom and makes me look at myself in the mirror. Then they start saying, let him go, repeatedly. Confused, I ask who the heck they're referring to, and it turns out to be an ex I broke up with seven years prior." I had been single all this time, and in their mind, that meant I hadn't moved on from my last relationship. The irony was, I had brought a date with me to the party who that very same friend had actually set me up with. I share this because, like you, I've experienced single shaming in its purest form, and it's not just the countless messages on dating apps from guys asking me, what are you doing on here, or how are you even single, as if it's some kind of flaw, but also the amount of times I posted a photo with a guy friend and received comments like, finally, as if finding a boyfriend is the ultimate goal in life. It's hard, especially as a female, and especially once you hit 30. Suddenly, society treats you like your expiration date just passed, and you're left feeling like you're in a race against time. Meanwhile, guys the same age are out there being praised for playing the field like their lives are just beginning, and they've got all the time in the world. And then you look around, and of course, all of your friends are coupled up, and you're left feeling like the odd one out. You start questioning what's wrong with you and why you haven't found someone yet. You might even consider settling for someone who's not right. you just to avoid the shame of being single trust me i've been there but here's the thing who said you have to be married by 25 or have a kid by 30? Seriously, who made up the rules? As Dr. Shafali says, it's all constructed garbage. And if you don't know who she is, she's definitely worth looking up. We've been living in this system without even questioning it. And if you do question it, you're shamed and made to feel like an outcast. But fuck the conditioning and the prescriptions we've been force fed, where men get to grow up to be whoever they want and women are encouraged to become brides. Fuck the shame and guilt. I'm now 34 and i've been with my partner for close to two years and i still don't want to get married or have kids yet does that make me a failure there is no such thing as good and bad or right and wrong there is simply what feels true to you and that's the only thing you should ever live your life by I remember listening to someone who said that in our society, it's almost better to be divorced than it is to be single. The pressure to be in a relationship is real and it can feel even worse if you haven't had much luck in love. Maybe you're like me and peaked early with a high school sweetheart, or maybe you were single throughout school and university and only got a partner in your 30s. Or maybe you've been alone for most of your life and are now in your 40s and still searching. Or perhaps you've never been in a relationship and are scared to even try. I get it, it's tough. It's hard not to focus on your age and feel like something's missing from your life. But you know what? It's okay to have standards. It's okay to hold out for the real deal. You're not going to settle for Bob, the guy with the drinking problem, or Paul, the serial cheater. You're not settling for just anyone, and that takes courage. Sure, you might have suitors and options, but you're waiting for your person, and that's okay. So don't let anyone shame you for being single or for having high standards. You're working on yourself and waiting for the right person to come along. And when they do, you, nobody else but you, will know when it's time. Time to settle down. I used to dread when guys on dates would ask me how long I've been single for. I'd literally sweat balls like I was on trial or when friends and family would sympathetically ask if I had any dates lined up. It literally felt like being single is some kind of disease that needs to be cured ASAP. People put so much damn pressure on finding a partner. Like it's the only thing that matters in life. And then there are people like my old boss who basically said I was destined to be alone forever just because I wasn't in a relationship by the time I hit 29. But instead of caving to that pressure, I became shameless and started a podcast about being single. And that was because I realized something. Being single is actually so great if you look at it the right way rather than the way we've been conditioned to look at it. But even then, I still had to deal with the judgmental questions. It's like people think something's wrong with you if you're not in a relationship. But maybe the real problem is with them and their outdated ideas about how we should live our lives. Why rush into a relationship if you don't even know what you want and why settle for someone who doesn't meet your needs? We've been brainwashed to believe that as women, our lives are only complete if we're married with kids, but that's total BS. You don't need to follow some preconceived notion of how your life should be. Take your time, find yourself and do what makes you happy. The pressure to be married with kids by a certain age is a fake concept. We shouldn't be indoctrinated into thinking that our lives end if we don't follow a certain path. Fuck me. If I ever have a daughter, I hope to raise her with more ambition than finding a husband. Instead, the focus should be on finding ourselves and pursuing our own ambitions rather than just doing what society expects of us. Don't rush into or cling onto a relationship just because you feel like you have to. I made the that mistake in my twenties. And it wasn't until I got really clear on what I wanted that I found someone who truly met my needs. There's literally no better time to get comfortable with yourself than when you're single. You can figure out what you want and what you don't want without molding yourself to fit someone else's expectations. And if you're lucky enough to find your best friend who you can grow with, that's great, but don't go looking for someone to complete you. Find yourself first. So if you're single, don't stress. Trust your timeline will unfold the way it's meant to. And when someone asks you why you're still single, tell them it's because you're focusing on yourself and not subscribing to some antiquated idea of how your life should be. And like I've been saying, I get it, it's not easy seeing everyone you know, Bella, Mel, Sophie, Chrissy, whoever, marry the guy they met in high school while you're still swiping left and right. But may I remind you, there is no expiration date on being desirable. It's the pressure to conform to this BS timeline that's making us freak out and make terrible and often irreversible decisions. Don't ignore the red flags and settle for less just because you're afraid of starting over. Things like, he doesn't answer my calls on the weekend, but maybe it will get better. No. Or he cheats on me, but maybe it will get better. Also no. Or the spark's gone and we never kiss or have sex, but it will get better. No, it won't. Or... He never has time for me and always puts me down, but it's okay. No, it's absolutely not. I literally have clients who cry to me because they're newly single and scared of being alone and never finding anyone. Guys, I get it. I was single for nine years, but that's why I know with absolute certainty, it's better to be alone and happy than stuck with the wrong person. And FYI, starting over at 30 is not the end of the world. And it's definitely better than spending your life with the wrong person. So respect yourself enough to walk away from what's not right for you. Don't just settle for a mediocre life with the wrong person. Instead, hold out for someone that fucking lights your soul on fire. Even if it means having to wait just that little bit longer. So picture this, a cozy Italian restaurant, a romantic dinner with your partner, and then your ex and their spouse walk in. Yep, that's right. That's exactly what happened to me the weekend before starting my trauma course. Not only were they at the same restaurant as us, they also took a seat right next to us. It was like we were on a double date and I felt my stomach drop. On top of that, my appetite vanished as memories of our past relationship came flooding back. I used to regret our breakup and wondered if I made the right decision or lost the best thing that ever happened to me. Countless nights I lost sleep over the what ifs and if onlys, not to mention the worries I had about never finding love again. But I don't know, seeing him that night reminded me that I was on the right path But I share this because as pain-fucking-full as it was, walking away from that relationship completely changed my life for the better. As the saying goes, sometimes you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough – I made new friends and I became a different person. The type of person who values themselves and refuses to tolerate mistreatment from anyone. Choosing yourself and what's best for you is never easy. But when I saw my ex, I was grateful that Nick was sitting opposite me instead of him. So to anyone who's struggling with their own relationship and are too scared to walk away out of fear of ending up alone, trust me, walking away from the wrong person is not easy, but ending up with them is way worse. So if you're tired of feeling shame about being single or if you dread the family gatherings where your aunt always asks why you haven't found someone yet, it's time to speak up and set boundaries speak up to your friends and be like, no thanks, actually I'm good. And maybe flip the script and ask them how their relationships are doing. You might be surprised to find that the reason they're so focused on you is because they're actually looking for a distraction from their own problems. I remember so many people would shame me or talk down on me like, you're going to find someone, don't worry, hang in there, or you need to do this or that. And I would literally think to myself, how are you qualified to give me dating advice when your partner's behavior and your relationships are literally so questionable?" Please stop worrying about me. Worry about your own relationship. Just because I don't have a ring on my finger doesn't mean I'm not good. As for your family members who are begging for grandkids or coming down on you for not being partnered up yet... I say this respectfully, but tell them to stick to their own lane and mind their own business. Tell them to get a hobby or tell them to stop projecting their values and expectations onto you. Honestly, I think that no one actually cares that you're single. It's usually just them trying to make mindless conversation. Like that school friend I ran into literally 10 plus years after graduating, who literally saw me from across the courtyard and was like, oh, hey, how are you? Married, kids, got a boyfriend. Like that was all that defined me. I literally think they just have nothing else going on. So that's all they can think to come up with in the moment. So instead of stressing about your age or relationship status or when you're going to meet someone and start a family, focus on yourself and your own happiness. You are exactly where you're meant to be. And if a relationship is in your future, it will happen. But in the meantime, why not enjoy the freedom and independence that comes with being single? Focus on loving yourself and your life so much that you literally radiate that energy everywhere you go and become so magnetic and irresistible. I say this all the time, but I really don't believe you would have the desire for something if it wasn't possible for you. So if you want a partner one day, stop wondering whether you're going to be single forever and instead work on yourself, relax and trust the process. Let go and let fucking flow. And now, for the single shamers out there, it's your turn to gather around. Why are you so obsessed with everyone's relationship status? Stop projecting your wants, expectations, and insecurities onto other people. You may be in a relationship now, but guess what? You're just one decision away from being single yourself. So instead of worrying about other people's relationship status, why not focus on making your own relationship stronger and healthier? And to those family members constantly asking for grandkids or friends giving unsolicited dating advice, it's time to put a stop to it. It's not helpful. It's not supportive and it's definitely not appreciated. So let's all take a step back and respect each other's choices. Whether you're happily single or in a committed relationship, it's all good as long as you're living your best life. Remember, at the end of the day, happiness comes from within, not from someone else's relationship status. Thanks guys, that's it from me. Please show some love for Love Uncensored by leaving a review. As a thank you, I'll give a shout out to all reviewers at the start of each episode and send a special surprise your way. And don't forget to hit subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family as well as follow me on Instagram at love.uncensored.podcast or join the private Facebook group Love Uncensored The Modern Guide to Dating and Relationships. Oh, and before we wrap up, please slide into my DMs and let me know which types of episodes you love most. Are you more into the juicy and intimate conversations like today's or do you prefer the apps that delve deeper into the technical aspects of dating and relationships? This podcast is made for you, so please tell me what you crave to hear more of. Okay, I'll see you next week with a very special guest.